0: Masitas, and welcome back to another episode of That It Tells All. I know it's been a hot minute. Please forgive me, but I am back today with a brand new episode. And today is really special. We are going to be talking about finding your true identity, stepping into who you are, and just kind of like following your dreams and going for the things that you want out of life. And especially for my Latina women, you know, this sometimes can be very hard just because of the cultural norms and the cycles that are passed down to us from generation to generation. And, you know, we've got these general roles and expectations that we are supposed to follow, and it can be very difficult to step out of that, to stand up to that. And yeah, today's going to be a good one, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So I won't keep you waiting. Let's get right into it. Today on the show, I have the host of the Fearless Mujer podcast and author of the Dear Dear Fearless Mujer, you were created for more, Micaela Digan. Welcome, girl. I'm so glad to have you
1: here. Thank you. So excited and honored to be here. It's such a pleasure and it's it's fun. I always love hanging out and talking to new people.
0: Likewise, likewise not. I just like love one talking to women in general, but you're also Latina and you're also in Texas, right?
1: Yeah, I'm originally from Chicago, but I've been here for almost two years. So um, it's a very big change
0: with the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. So I've been here for almost two years. Nice. Um, Okay, so let's dive in into who you are, what you do, like, let's get to know who you are first. So Dive right in. Tell us who you yeah, are. Yeah.
1: So I'm Micaela. Um, my last name is not a Latina last name because my husband's Irish. Uh, I'm a wife, a mom. I'm a business owner. I founded Fearless Mujer. Basically, what I do is I, I really live my passion to empower women to be who they were created to be, to do the things that they feel called to do but haven't done because maybe you know life happens and A lot of times we believe things about ourselves that aren't always true. Uh, Let's see. I love cafecito. I love tacos. Anyone that knows me that has been to my podcast, I talk about tacos all the time. I probably could have sold them already because I just love them. Uh, But other than that, yeah, I'm just like your normal girl, you know, doing my thing, empowering women. Teaching women that, hey, your voice is powerful, um, loving life. I'm a woman of faith. I think faith is so important. It's one of my core beliefs and values. And other than that, like, yeah, I'm just pretty down to earth, girl.
0: <laughs> I know you're um, all about cafecito. So I made my own right here. I know, oh, know that you're cool. listening. You can't see it, but um, <laughs> I did make my own. I made a tres leches latte. Oh, my God. That sounds so good. <laughs> so good. Um, okay. So you are also, like I said, you're the author of Dear Fearless Mujer. You were created for more. What drove you to write a book? Because obviously there's, there has to have been some catalytic life moment that led you to write that book. And I'm not going to have you like, you know, tell us everything about your book because we do want people to buy it and read it. Um, But just kind of give us like the the purpose, the reason why you even decided to take on that challenge and, and you know, walk down that path?
1: Yeah. So writing a book is a big deal. And I always thought that one day I'm going to write a book when I'm like 50 something and I'm super successful. And then I can tell you how I got there. Right. But I think that sometimes we encounter things in life that, man, you really want to empower other women to know that, Hey, you don't have to stay in this place. So what I mean by that is, the the subtitle of my book is A Journey to Healing, Letting Go and Finding Purpose. A lot of times we're kind of living for others. We're living according to what we've been conditioned to believe and to think about ourselves. And we're not really walking in our true identity, right? So the book really starts with my daughter telling us that she had been sexually abused, which as a mother... I pray that that never is anything that someone's child tells them because you really are devastated. So, the story's not really about that, but it's really this journey I went on of discovering who I really was, right? Discovering my identity and healing. And it's a little bit of a hard story, but I think within the story, it's empowering that our setbacks and our pain can sometimes have a purpose because that's what really led me to starting, you know, my brand and all that. Uh, But more than anything, I really just want to encourage women and empower women to know that, hey, if you have been held back in life because of something traumatic, maybe it's not abuse, right? But anything traumatic that's happened and you've been held back in life, well, that's not your last stop. That's not your like final chapter, if that makes sense. So really, it's just my heart to women that like, hey, girl, you can do anything doesn't matter what's happened or what you've done.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, sometimes something that I say often is that you can choose to be a victim of your circumstances, or you can choose to be a victor of your circumstances. And I know a lot of it, a lot of that is a lot of like self will and wanting to rise above and do more but i think at the end of the day we all still have that capability that we can all choose whether we want to be a victim or a victor and you know being a victor does require work it's not just a matter of saying like i'm going to overcome this i'm a big proponent of therapy and healing and um you know healing your inner child and discovering who you are and that's what really spoke to me about your message is you know like you you can go through this healing journey and it through that discover who you are. And that's one of the topics that I want to talk uh, to you about is like, um, I was listening to one of your podcasts. I remember which episode it was, but you mentioned something about like when someone asks you about yourself Most of us tend to tell people what we do versus who we really are. And I feel like I definitely fell into that category when I was younger because people would ask me like, so who are you or something or tell me about yourself. And I'd be like, oh, well, I'm a teacher. I would tell them about what I did, like what my career was and not really so much about me who that it was as the person yeah. um and that that was a shift that you know it took some time to overcome but it's something that i think sometimes especially moms we get so tied up in that mom identity yeah. that we sometimes forget that we were a woman a person before we became mothers yeah. Um, so yeah let's let's talk about that let's dive into that yeah so
1: The way that I can kind of speak about that is the way that I was brought up, right? I was taught that one day I was going to be a wife. One day I was going to be a mom. Although I will say I had kids. I had my first son when I was 17. So I always say like, I've been a mom as long as I can remember I don't recommend people have kids so young because you really you're trying to find yourself and then be a mom. And for anyone that's had a child really young, any muhead out there, I know that they can relate to that, like trying to be a mom, but you're trying to grow up. It's it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a whole other topic. Um, I think a lot of times because we've been conditioned, especially In our Latino culture that the women, if you've seen traditional like roles, most of the time, the grandma, the abuelitas in the kitchen, the women are in the kitchen and they're catering to the men and and it's just it's just the normal. Right. And so I was taught at a very young age that one day I was going to be a wife, one day I was going to be a mom. So every everything that I was taught was intentionally because one day that was going to be my role. And so I think that a lot of times, and maybe it's not even in the Latino culture, I think for moms in general, right, stay-at-home moms and things like that, we can get so caught up in what other people are doing that we love, our kids, for example, that what we're doing defines us. Or... On the flip side, right? Maybe you're not a mom. Maybe you are a professional. Maybe you're an executive. We get so caught up in what we're doing on the daily basis that we don't really ask, like, well, who am I? Who am I really at the core of who I am? And I think that it's it's kind of such a common question that a lot of people don't really think about. And I say that because, you know, I've I've coached women where I'm like, well, who are you? What do you want? And they're like, I don't know. I've never asked
0: myself that. Yeah, so, no, yeah. for sure. I encourage every woman to literally like take a minute and ask yourself, like, who are you? And like, what do you want? Because you're right. A lot yeah. of times we're like, I don't know. I've been so caught up in like taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, going to work, taking care of the dog that you just go through the motions of everything. Yes. And you forget to think about yourself. Um, yeah. and 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 we really need to like, practice self care. I'm a big advocate of yeah. self care.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think self care can be anything. Like maybe mm-hmm. you're a tattoo girl, like I am. I love tattoos. Like, girl, that's my self care. Like, it's almost like therapy. You could talk to to the ther- to the therapist, to the tattoo <laughs> artist, and they're doing your tattoo. And or when you go to the hair salon and you're right, like that question of like, who am I? It's so deep. It's so deep. And it's also a form of like connecting with yourself. But just going back to like, you know, how we get caught up in what we're doing. It's It's also because of the culture that we live in where it's it's the hustle and grind. Mm-hmm. It's the everything's going fast. And you never have time to really be like, wait a minute, or we've just been doing what we've been taught to do what's been expected. And I I yeah, I encourage women like ask yourself, like, who am I? What do I want? What do mm-hmm. I want? Because we're so busy serving everyone else, which is Don't get me wrong. It's a noble thing, right? To serve others, to do for others. But what about you? Are you serving yourself? Right? That's such an important thing. And so, yeah, self-care is like, I love talking about self-care too, because I'm like, well, what does that
0: look like for you? Yeah, no, for sure. And like, like you said before, it can be anything. It's going to look completely different for other people. Like, Self-care for me is going to the gym. I don't want, like, I will activate my resting bitch face. And I know I probably look like the meanest girl at the gym, but it's not my intention to look mean. It's just like, I am so in my zone. I'm so in my moment. I can disconnect from everything else. I don't have to think about work. I don't have to think about like, oh my God, I got to go home and take the laundry out of the dryer. Like, you know, I can just disconnect from everything and focus on me, on deep breathing, on lifting heavy weight on just listening to music that I enjoy or a podcast that I enjoy. It's my one hour of the day where I am serving myself and filling up my cup and then everything else that runs over that spills out of my cup, that's what I give to others. That is how wow. I serve everyone else in my and, you know, in my family, my friends, and yeah. social media, my job. So um, that is why I always tell people self-care. Self-care is not selfish whatsoever. Yes. it's selfless because yes. that is how you're able to, you know, care for others.
1: I love that. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, if I could just touch really quick on that last part that you said, self-care is not selfish. And so many times we have believed that it is. I'm selfish if I... Mom guilt, right? For the moms out there. So, yeah, it is not selfish. That is something that I do talk about. And that's a lie when you think that you can't just go by yourself to the coffee shop, right? Talking about cafecito earlier and sitting there and reading a book for 10, 15 minutes or sitting in your car, like everything, we're always in a hurry. So, I love that you said that because I think that as as women, we can teach other women, hey, girl, you need a timeout, like you know. So yeah, yeah,
0: like a person, like a like a, in a positive way, a positive. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, in a positive way. <laughs> yeah. Um. Whenever uh, I used to teach, I used to teach little ones too. Mm-hmm. I taught everything from like little to like middle school. But wow. um, there was a time where we would tell our kids to reset, and it wasn't a timeout because a timeout has a negative connotation sometimes. Yeah. So we would tell them, okay, go reset, and it was like. A, a, a way for these little ones to step out from the environment take a deep breath and then just focus on themselves reset themselves and then they could step back in to whatever the environment was right wow. and sometimes like I, I love that we called it that because like I said it didn't make it a negative connot- a connotation to it it didn't make the kids feel like they were in trouble if anything mm. it made them feel seen like, Hey, I see you're struggling and I want to make sure that you're taken care of. So go reset yourself, like go take a deep breath. And when you're ready, come back and join us. And sometimes as adults, we need a freaking reset. I'm sorry. Like, you know, with the hustle and bustle of life, you need to step out and set yourself, whether that is sitting in the car in the driveway when you get home for an extra five minutes before you walk through the front door or um, going into the restroom and locking the door so the little ones and the dog and the cat don't follow you in there (laughs) um whatever your reset or turning your
1: phone off I'm just gonna say because yes yes that one's hard but
0: it feels good when you do it (laughs) oh my god yes so like I'm not going to like talk a lot about myself right now, but like I do a lot of different things and I also work for my dad. Like, so mm-hmm. sometimes when I just need like an hour to myself, I will literally put my phone on airplane mode so that not even texts come through because I'm like, wow. well, you know, like leave me alone. Um, so yeah, no, absolutely. Find your reset thing and and do that. I, yeah, I love so that. good. I love that. <laughs> um, One of the other things that I saw on your book is you have a chapter um I'm probably gonna I'm not I know I'm not saying the chapter name correctly but it was something about like you don't need permiso you don't need yeah. permission no no so permiso. Yeah, yeah yeah so let's talk a little bit about that and like what you meant by that and yeah let's dive into it
1: yeah so I meant it in two ways the first way is no necesitas permiso to be who you want to be right You don't need anyone to tell you that you can be the person you want to be. You also don't need permission from anyone to do the thing you want to do. So what I mean by that is just kind of going back to what I said earlier, a lot of times we're doing things according to what others expect of us, and we never really step into the things that we want to do. Why? Because we're like, oh, but what are people going to think? I hear that a lot. As somebody who you know mentors women to to launch their podcast, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, it's your thing, right? And mm-hmm. so it's it's the taking ownership and stepping into your authority that, yeah, this is this is me. This is who I really want, or this is really what I want to do. And I think that we embrace a lot of limiting beliefs from our family, our culture, uh, maybe maybe not even our culture, just in general, like. For example, I remember that a a long time ago, I was like in my 20s and there was something that I wanted to do. And one of my family members said, well, you can't do that. You're a mom. You got to let go of your dreams. And being that I was like, I think I was like 22 or 23. he, He was older than me, you know, this family member. And I was like, oh, he's right he's older, he's got it all together. Like, I think in our 20s, we think that other older people have it all figured out. And then you get to be at that age and you're like, yeah, like, no, no <laughs> we don't have it figured out. So, so in that instance, it's like, What a lie that, oh, because I have kids, I can't do X, Y, Z, or because, you know, I didn't finish school, I can't do X, Y, Z, right? So many things that we tell ourselves and we start to believe. And it's not always true because one of the things is that you may be gifted in an area where like this comes so natural to you and it may be hard for someone else, right? Mm -hmm. That's the authority where you're like, yeah, I'm just going to own this. Like it's not my fault I'm good at this, right? And not in an arrogant way. And so, so yeah, you don't need permission to like, and that's why just going back to the question of who do I want to be? What do I want? Who am I right now? If I'm not the person that I really wanna be or aspire to be, then how do I actually start becoming who I wanna be? But knowing that I don't need anyone's permission, I don't need to wait for validation from my prima or my abuelita to tell me oh yeah mija go ahead and do that thing Mm -hmm. right and so that's how I meant it because I I firmly believe that when we're waiting for someone to give us permission for anything and and I say that too because how many of us growing up were taught no me pediste permiso like and we're still asking for permiso and we're not like a little girl anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah that's really how I meant it like I mean, and you can go so deep into that topic in general, but like, don't wait, don't wait for someone to tell you that it's okay to follow that passion or that goal that you have. Don't wait for someone to tell you, Hey, it's okay for you to not do what you were doing. And now, like, for example, some people want to start a business and they never do Mm -hmm. because they're waiting for someone to tell them, Oh yeah, that's a great idea. How are you going to know if it's a great idea if you don't just do it, right? And so, um, I think it's important that we understand that that we give ourselves permission. If you're going to ask anyone for permission, just give it to yourself.
0: <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. I'm so there with you. Yeah, yeah. I, some like all these self limiting beliefs. I'm be like, oh, I could never do that, or oh, that I, I don't, I'm not talented enough, or I'm not pretty enough, or I'm not smart enough. Yes. All of those things hold us back. And if we allow those things to hold us back, then we're never going to accomplish the things that in our hearts we want to accomplish. And that, like once you're older and you're going to look back on life and you're going to have so many regrets. And, you know, like when I am, I know I always say that, like when I'm old on my deathbed, I don't want to have the regrets of like, oh, I should have done this or I should have tried it. I should have gone for it. I want to have the regrets. I don't actually, I don't want to have regrets, period. But like, I want to know <laughs> saying like, dang, I tried it or like, oh, I went yeah. for it. And Even if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Because I'm sure that along the way, I will have learned either other life lessons or or I were I ugh, would have learned more about myself as a person yeah. and that is how we grow as individuals. So I love that you don't have to ask anyone for permission. Give yourself the permission to do whatever the heck it is that the thing that you want to do. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I and I love what you just said like having no regrets and and going into something like, I, like, let's be real. I think whenever we start something new, we're all a little bit scared. It's just the survival instinct, right? We get we get a little bit of fear, mm-hmm. um, but doing it scared and then knowing that, hey, this might actually not work out the way that I think it will. But what like you said, what am I going to learn in the process? Because the process is never easy of anything that you're doing. And I, and I think like we can go so deep and get so specific when it comes to, to that topic, but just knowing like, Hey, what is, what is it that I want from this? And knowing that, Hey, that may not happen, but that's okay because I did it. That's the accomplishment. If it doesn't work out the way I wanted it to, but also what did you gain? Mm -hmm. A lot of freaking knowledge that life gives me when I do things that, maybe no one else has done this in my family. Yeah. So yeah, I love what you said because there's so much to learn, you know.
0: Yeah. And like I just I'm sure you can relate to this too in your own way, but like I never pictured myself sitting here as a content creator and podcast yeah. host, right? In my head, I was going to go to school, and I was going to be a teacher, and I was going to be a mom, and I was going to be a wife for the rest of my life. And I I'm not really doing any of that. Like, I I'm not married. I'm in my mid thirties and I'm not married. I had my son at seventeen, like you, but I haven't had any more babies since. Um, I taught for a decade, but I quit, and so now I like do this. And all of the parts of that, that of my previous life that I enjoyed and loved, I have now transferred over into doing this. Like, I went into fitness yeah. because I wanted to lose weight, mm-hmm. right? But because of that, and I documented my journey, and I shared my experience, that gave me a platform, which then allowed me to talk and share lessons with others. And now here I am, you know, I have this platform where I can still talk and teach, but just not in the way, the traditional way that I used to teach in a classroom. It's a different way, but it all came back together full circle. And had I not decided to just put myself out there, none of this would have happened And I didn't need permission from anyone to do this. It was just a matter of me saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to see what happens. Wow. And and you know, like this is, this is the fruit of my labor. And I think that's what I try to encourage women all the time to do is like, don't sit there and think about what if don't wonder what if don't wait for someone to tell you, like you said, that it's a good idea. Don't wait for the right moment because the right moment doesn't exist. Like you just need to go ahead and start. And I think I heard you on a podcast, too. You mentioned um, when you wanted to start podcasting. uh that you just started that you watched like videos on how to do how to be a podcaster how to record a podcast and I did the same thing like I didn't just say oh well I don't know how to podcast or like no I don't have anyone to teach me (laughs) like no like I took initiative I gave myself permission and I freaking went on YouTube I went on Google and I figured out how to be a podcaster like what software do I need do I need a microphone like what like how do I put it out to the world how do I get my podcast on Spotify like all those little things we live in an age where you can literally figure out how to do almost anything on the internet and it it would be a disservice to not take that opportunity and follow our dreams and I related to you when you said that like you just you watched all these videos because you wanted to learn that's exactly what I did and and it it doesn't have to be podcasting it could literally be anything like you want to be a dog trainer go watch a bunch of dog training videos on YouTube, take that. And then you start your own little side hustle. Maybe start with training your friends and your family's dogs. And then you expand on that. Like there's literally a path to everything. If you put the work into it and you give yourself the permission to just start. Wow. Okay. You said you, let me just say, because you said it, (laughs) if you put the
1: work into it, Mm -hmm. right, that's, I'm just going to say this. I'm sorry if I hurt anyone's feelings. I don't mean to offend anyone. That's the problem that a lot of people don't want to put the work into it. Because our society has taught us that everything's at our fingertips, which it is, but sometimes you're going to have to roll your sleeves up, right? And yes, going back to what you said about, I never thought I'd I'd be doing this. Girl, people used to make fun of me. People made fun of me when I was growing up because if I talk really loud, my voice gets really high pitched and I've, I've learned how to train it to like, just be okay. Like, don't go louder than, than this volume here uh, because it does, but that's my voice. And that was one of the things that I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could put myself out there, like, like that wound of like being made fun of. But yeah, like The Fearless Mujer is not my first podcast. I had a whole other podcast for like almost a year. And then I just felt like, man, I want to speak to Latinas. I need to speak to Latinas about all these limiting beliefs and all these cultural beliefs that we have sometimes or the way that we've been conditioned. And yeah, like I would have never written my book or any of that. That was kind of a thing that only... Only some people do. Right. Only very educated, very educated people do that. That was a limiting belief I had. But it's it's about doing the work. And I think that once you give yourself permission, like, again, if you're going to ask anybody for permission, ask yourself, right. Tell yourself, like, girl, you can do it. It's okay if you need that permission. Give yourself that validation and then, yeah, do the work do the work because you have no idea what doors it's going to open for you or who you're going to meet or where it's going to take you. And if you don't do it, you could literally be missing out on something so amazing because you were waiting for someone to tell you it was okay. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that because yes, girl.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no. And I mean, that kind of like, so when I was like in my 20s, like I moved out, of, when I had my son, I lived with my parents for all through college, you know, but then once I graduated college, and I started teaching, um, I wanted to move out of my parents house. But part of me was like, No, I don't want to buy a house. I want to wait until I'm married. So I can buy a house with my husband with my spouse, mm-hmm. right? Like I want to buy a house. And I'm obviously I'm still single. um. So that wasn't working out. And then I was like, why? Why am I waiting to have a partner to buy a house? If I want to have the house, if I want to have a home, a roof for my child and myself, I don't need to have a man by my side to do that. I can buy a house within my means. It's not going to be a gorgeous, you know, mansion by any means but I can have a small little house that I can call my own and I don't need permission from a man or I don't need the support from a man to be able to do that. And I know like, especially in Latino culture, you know, you're expected to get married, have babies, serve your husband, serve your family. And for a long time, my dad would always ask me that too. Like, and things like that. And one day we had to have a heart to heart conversation where I kind of just snapped on him. And I was like, every time you ask me that, it makes me feel like you don't think I'm enough as a person. It makes me feel like you don't think I have any worth. If I don't have a husband, it makes me feel like you think I'm nothing because I'm not married. So I need you to stop asking me that. I was like, I have a career I have provided for my child. I have like I have a home I pay my bills what part of like at life am I failing at because I don't have a husband and I think it really made him think like she's right like she's absolutely right like I know sometimes a lot of times you know we uh, especially like our fathers think like women need to get married so that the husband can take care of us yes and I and I get that the husband needs to take care of the wife I totally get that gender norm but I was taking care of myself. So like, yeah. I didn't need, like, would I love a husband? Of course. I would love to share my life with someone. You know, like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, no, independent woman for life. No, like, I would love to share my and life with so a man. still be independent. Yeah, and like my, yeah. Well, my husband's a truck
1: driver. So <laughs> I'm a, I'm by myself a lot, which even in marriage, we think, oh, this is how my marriage is going to be. And then you're like, wait, what happened here? <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I mean, the point is like, you can do anything you can, if if you believe you can and you do the work and you take that first step, like it all starts with one little baby step. And for you, it was, you know, deciding to write, to write this book, even though you're not like a doctorate or like a college professor with a doctorate, you know, like you had a story to share. You wanted to share it with the world. So you wrote a book and then, you know, like, I think that's, that's how it starts with anyone, like whatever purpose you have, just take that first baby step and then the next baby step and then the next baby step. And then one day you'll look back and you'll realize, holy shit, I just did all of this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I, I love, I love your boldness to just say that to your dad, because how, how many of us are afraid to speak up, right? we just kind of like okay okay so i love that and and if if there's anything that like any like your listeners can just take away is if you're if you're going to speak up speak up for yourself mhm right like i'm not happy with xyz now this is what i want to do cuz you just shared like i'm not even doing what i was doing and like it's fine you know so i love that i i think it's it's so empowering just to tell other people like well you you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. you know and not in a weird like little kid way but i just think like wow i love i love what you just said and just sticking up for yourself that hey i'm good this is i'm happy i'm content mm-hmm. and that's amazing so i want to i want to just like applaud you for that because i i think <laughs> it's amazing because so many women are afraid to like oh, like I cringe when someone says that, but I never say anything,
0: right? So. Yeah. No, I think a lot of it too stemmed from seeing the women in my family, like Diaz and cousins settle because the the norm was that you get married and you serve your husband and your family. And yeah. I would see how that affected them. I could see how they would lose themselves in that, I could see how some of them even put up with the abuse, um, oh. you know, emotional, physical abuse, um, domestic abuse. And that was a life that I did not want. And to me, it was like, the only way that I'm going to avoid any type of abuse like that is if I follow my own heart and follow my own path. And I, like I always said, I would rather... <laughs> be dirt poor and living in a tiny one bedroom apartment eating ramen noodles then have to live with the abuse of a man um to have a nicer house or 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 you know like I always thought about my son too I think about you know so often we see in the news these women who have kids and then they enter into abusive relationships so that they can be taken care of but then their children are getting abused and they're getting abused and like that it, to me that is such a, a painful thing and I knew that I didn't want that for for me for my life and for my son's life um but that's where that stems from and that can be a completely different topic On a I know I'm like oh that's so good yeah no I know and it's <laughs> something that topic. I wanted to talk about for a while I know I've touched on it here and there in other episodes and it is an episode that I want to dive deep into one another day but yeah it just um I don't know it just brought that back up right now. But yeah, no, um, I love I love that we covered this topic. And um, I'm sure that a lot of the women who are listening today can resonate with that in their own way, whether it you know, however, it applies to them, because yeah. like you said, it can go a multitude of ways. Absolutely. Um, so is there anything else that you would like to share? we're getting towards the end of the episode? Is there anything else that you would like to share, anything that's on your heart or your mind that you feel like you need to speak out? Uh, no,
1: I just want to say thank you, and, and just again, like just to reiterate, like girl, don't wait for anyone to tell you that you can do that. It's a matter of how like you said earlier, how do I get to that place? Because we envision what we want sometimes and it looks too scary. So we just Mm -hmm. like, oh, never mind. But if you take the little baby steps, Mm -hmm. I always think, and since you were a teacher, you're probably going to like resonate with this, but I always think of like connect the dots. I used to love doing that when I was little. Mm -hmm. It's all about taking the first little step and then connecting the dots to finally see what you want. Mm -hmm. and that's where you start it's like what's the smallest little tiniest thing that I could do right now to get to that bigger thing that I want to do that bigger goal and you don't need permission you just gotta gotta get started somewhere and somehow
0: yeah and if you don't know what that thing is that you want it all starts circling back to finding out who you are like reflecting and who you are and your experiences and who you are as a person yeah. and sometimes that will require some healing and that's a hundred a thousand percent okay and we encourage that but yeah um thank you Micaela for coming on the show today thank you. I will link uh, her podcast and her book in the episode notes so make sure that you guys check her out she does put out way more podcasts than me I put out a podcast like once like every two three months she's on it <laughs> okay so go check out her stuff because she's on it and um yeah thank you so much thank you thank you for having me it was it was so fun and
1: it was such an honor